What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, so we are concluding uh, with Orange County. So I have uh, weeks 11 through 14. Um, so the ones that we saw just basically last night. So um, I have my notes uh, kind of spread out based on the episode. So uh, we're just going to dive right in from a couple weeks ago um, and go from there. So um, episode 11 was kind of, if you guys remember... It was the um, second day or third day of the group trip, and um, one of the things that I really noticed was that Brahman kept talking about all of her triggers and, um, you know, being around all the alcohol, and um, something I had just thought of was just, like, this is one of my points where I feel like um, Bronwyn should just not be on the show, only because I feel like, you know going on these group trips, like, it, it almost seemed like a chore for her to be there. Like, it didn't seem like she really wanted to be there with Gina, Kelly, um, or Elizabeth. So it's like, you know, to me, it's like, this is kind of what I mean by being on the reality show during, you know, your sobriety, coming to terms with your sexuality. This is where I just don't think it's a good idea for her because it's like, she seems like she's irritated to be there. I don't even really feel like she gets along with anybody on this cast anymore. So honestly, I feel like this could be um, maybe getting to an end with her time on the show. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. I also definitely think that Bronwyn was kind of taking her energy out on Elizabeth. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed that, but like, I was just kind of confused as to why people were like, and when I say people, I just mean Bronwyn, I guess, why she was like, searching for information on Elizabeth. I just didn't see the big deal in it. Um, and then even when she was arguing her point, like, you know, well, how come you didn't tell us that you rent your house? Or how come you didn't tell us that this? It was just like, I'm sorry, I don't I don't need to know that. Like, I know it's a reality show, but like, I don't really care to know like how much her mortgage is, where she's putting her clothes. I really don't care. And so um, I don't know if like they should have just like not put that up or I, I don't know. But I feel like that whole fight between Bronwyn and Elizabeth, or it wasn't really a fight, it was more like just, you know, an argument, I guess. I didn't think it was really necessary. I didn't I didn't see the, you know, I, I didn't understand, like, the motive behind it on Bronwyn's part. But then I kind of realized I think maybe she's just bored and she's reaching for something. Um, and, and I, yeah, I guess that's the only reason it could be, right? I mean, I love that Elizabeth was honest. It, you know, she came out and was really honest. I think... Elizabeth had, like, a pretty good first season. I think she had some honest moments, and, um, you know, she shared a lot of truth with shared a lot of truth with us, um, shed a lot of tears. So I think, I think that's a good start for her. Um, I do hope they bring her back, because I'd love to learn more about her, and especially her relationship with Jimmy. I think that will be nice to see in the next season. Um, but honestly, I, I just, I didn't see why people were digging up so much on her. I, I didn't understand that part because I didn't really feel like there was any unknown, um, that wasn't already relevant. I, I don't know how to explain that better, but I just feel like it was kind of pointless for that to be brought up. And I think they were just looking for something to talk about maybe. So this is going to have no context whatsoever. Cause I honestly don't remember writing this. Um, or what I was thinking at the time, but I wrote that Shannon is super calculating, uh, which is pretty much true. But I think I was kind of referring to the fact that Shannon kind of is like the puppet master or was the puppet master this whole season because she would kind of, 
um, dig up dirt on people, pass it along, and then you know go me no I didn't I didn't do that or or even the whole like comment with Gina about how her home was sad and depressing like not gonna lie I'm eighty to ninety percent sure that she did say that or something along the lines of that so um, I I do agree I think she is pretty calculating um, and. I don't know. She just bothers me, guys. I don't know what else to say. If you remember, um, the episode ended with Elizabeth's panic attack, which was kind of difficult to watch only because at first she was kind of laughing and giggling, saying that she was in a religious cult and everything and, you know, that she couldn't speak or she would be hit or whatever. And then she kind of just broke down and um, or did that happen after? I don't remember the events, how it happened, but um it was kind of crazy, that whole situation and the fact that Bronwyn was there. Um, and I'm going to get into that a little bit more because of new information that we <laughs> found out about last night. But we'll talk about that in just a second. Circling back real quick to what I was talking about with Shannon. Um, another thing that I noticed, and this was in the next episode, was that I felt like she was playing dumb a lot. And um, I think she does that. And I think it's... Um, I don't know if it's just like a defense mechanism or what it is, but like she definitely will like start something and then she'll point the figure at somebody else. And I think that was kind of what Tamara was trying to explain last season, but only now that we're seeing her without Vicky and Tamara behind her, that she's kind of her own person, I feel like. And now we're seeing that a little bit more. Episode 12 was like just depressing as fuck because they were like talking about COVID the whole time and I mean, you guys know how I feel about that. I just, I honestly, like, it was honestly just poor timing for Orange County. And I think that, um, you know, obviously they, they made it work, but it definitely was poor timing. And um, here's the thing, though. I know Shannon was super, super afraid of getting COVID um, because of whatever lung condition she has. I don't even really know what it's called, but she, like, talked about it in the confessional how she has this cough. And I, I just... I've, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I can't diagnose her, but I just don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Um, obviously she got it and she recovered and she's fine. Um, but Shane, he got it really bad. And like, as far as I knew, like he didn't have anything, you know, super, I mean, who knows, maybe he's an asthmatic or whatever, but he, he got it pretty bad. I mean, coughing up blood, he was in the hospital like that. That's scary, and he didn't even know if he was going to make it through the night. Like, that's definitely scary. So I definitely felt a little bit more for, you know, um, Emily and her family because, she, you know, she's got young kids and everything, and you just you just don't know the outcome. I, I totally understand. But I was just like, I, I didn't understand why Shannon was, like, freaking out because they didn't really show her while she was having COVID. But, um, I mean, maybe she did have it bad, but it seemed like Shane had it real worse. So, um which is, that's going to happen because I'm sure, you know, everybody in this world who has COVID or whatever, who, who had it, they probably got hit worse than others. So I understand. But yeah, that was my comment on that. I also just wanted to say, I think last season, I don't know if I've said this before. I think I kind of just like ignore Bronwyn's signs of drinking. I think I just, you know, it's so crazy. It's like, I'm so used to all these housewives drinking that, um, and when I say drinking, I just mean, like, everywhere they go. Like, they go out, they have a drink. They go, you know, visit each other's house, they have a drink. I don't picture that as, like, being an alcoholic. I just picture that as, like, being a housewife. Like, I don't know. I just, in my mind, like, when I see housewives and they hang out, I just picture, like, a glass of wine, a cocktail. I don't know. Like, that's just, 
that's who they are. It's like the personality that they are. And it's like the whole, you know, shows norm, I feel like. But um, so I, I guess when a housewife comes out as alcohol- alcoholic, I think it's like kind of crazy because um, I, I just, you know, I don't picture them in that way. And then when they drink, because I just picture them all drinking a lot. It's kind of like when, you know, if I have any New York fans on here, um, it's kind of like when Luann, you know, had all that drama going on and then, you know, she got arrested and everyone was calling her an alcoholic and it's like she couldn't drink for like a year and a half or she didn't, she wasn't drinking. And it's like, I never pictured Luann as like an alcoholic. I mean, yeah, she fell in a bush because she was drunk on one vacation, but I never saw her like outwardly drunk on every episode. Whereas Bronwyn, I feel like she was, and it was like crazy drunk. Another example would be like Jen Shaw, like she'll drink and she'll just get fucking belligerent. And I think that that, that might be something that needs to be addressed. Maybe she has an alcohol issue. So I never really pictured Bronwyn as somebody with an alcohol issue. Maybe I just wasn't paying that much attention. Um, I definitely think that Shannon might have an alcohol problem. Um, but again, it's like, how do I know? Because they don't really show, you know, how she is off camera. So it's like, how am I supposed to know, you know, cause it's not just going to be what you see on camera. And so episode 13 kind of focused a lot on Bronwyn and her relationship with Sean. And, um, something that I just don't like, I'm trying to wrap my head around is her saying that she's codependent with Sean. Um, only because with all this information that we know now about how Bronwyn is, you know, seeing somebody else. And I, I just don't see how somebody could be codependent, but like, you know, not, I don't know. It's just so her relationship is so bizarre to me. Um, lots of unanswered questions. Um, yeah, just lots of confusion there. And, um, another thing that, you know, cause I was talking last week on after RT about her hypocrisy, um, and her narcissism. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, Bronwyn gets to be mean to Sean, but, but Sean can't be mean to her. And it's like, I don't know what's going on. I feel like Sean is such a saint for dealing with her and <laughs> for supporting her because I just feel like she's got a lot going on. But um, um, I think that Bronwyn coming to terms with her sexuality is, it's definitely brave of her, you know, and um, I, I think she should, you know, live her life. I mean, she's 40-something, almost 50 probably. I, I think she should live her life and be out there, but um, I think she needs to deal with her marriage first. And I'm not married, so I can't, you know, say that. But I'm just saying if you're, you know, if you feel a certain way about yourself and you know that you're only attracted to girls, focus on, you know, focus on getting rid of or not getting rid of, but focus of dissolving that that part of your life and moving on. I don't think you should, you know, focus on that while staying married. But I mean, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, Now, I can't remember who Shannon was talking to when she had said this, but I think she was talking to, I want to say it was Kelly. And um, yeah, I think it was Kelly because they were at her house. And she had said something like, you know, I went out of my way to be nice to Gina. And when she said this, I was like, I took a note because it's like, to be honest, I don't think Shannon goes out of her way for anybody. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't picture her going out of her way and being super nice to anybody. They don't really show her like making an effort with her friends. So I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think that that's fair to say. Um, if anything, I feel like Gina goes out of her way to make an effort with these other women, but I, I don't know. I, I just, I, to be honest, I feel like Shannon has been kind of 
weird towards Gina this season, especially with the whole house comment. Um, I, I, lots of awkwardness there with that comment because we don't, we still don't know the whole truth on that, but I don't know. I, I still just, I, I don't think that she goes out of her way to be nice to anybody, to be honest. <laughs> so wrapping up, um, for last night's episode, um, so then Gina was having a conversation with Emily because Emily had talked to Kelly about Shannon. And so Gina was talking with Emily about this and, um, Gina was kind of explaining Shannon's mentality and, what, and while she was doing that, it was, like, definitely reminding me of what Tamara was claiming with Shannon and how their friendship was. And um, and how it was, you know, a lot a lot of the times one-sided. And they even played a clip of Tamara talking to Gina about how, you know, Eddie was in the hospital and, you know, Tam- Tamara never got a phone call from Shannon. And so that that's what, you know, from hearing that and then hearing that from Vicky... All, all that's, it's like stuck in my mind because I, I don't feel like Shannon is like this wonderful friend who's always supportive. I feel like everyone's always supported Shannon and she's not supported them back. And um, of course, Shannon's going to try to claim otherwise, but I just, that's how I feel because I don't think that she puts in that effort as a friend. Um, and I don't really see her hanging out with any of the housewives, like outside of filming. Whereas like, you know, Emily and Gina, they hang out. I see Emily and um, Kelly hang out. Um, Bronwyn, I don't really see her hang out with anybody. But um, yeah, I don't really see that. So it's like, to me, it's I don't see that f- genuine friendship from Shannon. So I, that's why I feel like she's just kind of on the show at this point. And I feel like maybe it's time for her and maybe Bronwyn to leave. <laughs> so later on, we did see Shannon kind of get emotional about her relationship. And I think the biggest issue here is like, so but right after last season wrapped, you know, we started seeing on social media that Shannon was being with, or she was dating somebody. And every minute of every day, she was posting a picture with him, you know, uh, Instagram story, whatever. And so I think that, um, I think that up until this point, you know, it made it sound like it was this amazing relationship, you know, never better and everything. And so I think, you know, when they were going through issues, and she was reaching out to Gina, Kelly, Emily, and kind of talking about them and saying, like, you know, this is, you know, we're, we're not in a good place, this and this and that, it was like so bad. And so um, I think that's what made it seem like it was just like, why are you painting this perfect picture when nobody has a perfect relationship? It, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. Everyone's going to have their issues. And so the minute she came to terms with that, I think it was the minute that the women respected her more, because I think it, she made it sound like it was this perfect relationship when re- in reality, when COVID hit, and you know, they were forced to spend a lot more time with each other. That wasn't the case. Um, another thing was that I really feel, well, I really agreed. I had to agree with Kelly because I just feel like Bronwyn doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, she, she like chooses what to share, how much to share. And then she just will kind of stop at that. She'll stop at that. And then I, I don't know, to me, it's just kind of bizarre because I feel like almost, you know, she'll share something and then we kind of have to fill in the blanks of what she didn't share. And so, like, kind of this this whole season was, like, kind of a guessing game with her. Um, and I would imagine it would be the same way, like, you know, from the other women's perspective. Because I just feel like, again, you know, we were forced to fill in the blanks of stuff that she wasn't talking about. And um, that doesn't normally happen on reality shows. Like, normally, these these women are close together. They talk to each other all the time. And But what I feel like with this Orange County women... It's, it's very much forced and the relationships are forced. And, um, 
I thought it was kind of funny how she was just like, because I did see multiple posts on her Instagram uh, during, you know, all these protests that were going on over the summer with the Black Lives Matter. She was saying, like, I hate Newport Beach. I don't want to live here anymore. And it's like, you know, Newport and, you know, Orange County, that area is super conservative. And it's like, you know, if you want, if you are liberal, it might be the, it's, it's, it's kind of like being a raging liberal and moving to like, you know, like Louisiana or somewhere in the South where it's like super conservative. And it's like, then saying like, I hate Louisiana. And it's like, you know, why don't you, I don't know. Like, it's like, why don't you just move to a more liberal state? You know, why is it that big of a deal? California is pretty, California is fairly liberal, but there are some areas that are super conservative. And so it's like for Bronwyn, it's like, why don't you just, and then she's like, I've lived in Laguna all my life and I've never known. (laughs) And it's like, okay, come on, you know, you have to know. And then it's just, she's just confusing. She doesn't make sense sometimes. And, um, yeah, I think that's her downfall. Uh, to wrap up with Orange County, um, one of my biggest, you know, frustrations with Bronwyn, and I kind of touched on this a little bit ago, um, and I hope this gets brought up at the reunion, by the way, um, Bronwyn, you know, if she is, if she is, well, she is gay because she came out as lesbian on the show. So, you know, if she is, you know, who she is, don't stay married. I I just think that that's the stupidest idea ever. I, I don't think, um... I don't think that sets a good example for anyone in this country. I feel like, because, I mean, most of the time when you come out as gay, you know, and you're married to, in your, you know, you're married in a heterosexual marriage, most of the time, you know, the couples will then dissolve their marriage and they're still amicable and they're friends, but they're just not attracted to each other in that way. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I just think it's so bizarre that she has said that she's going to stay married to Sean, but have a girlfriend, but that she doesn't want him to date anybody or that she'll be heartbroken if he does. And, um, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's not sending a good example to anybody out there because there's a lot of people out there in, in America and probably around the world that are married, um, in a heterosexual marriage, but they're, they're, you know, they're homosexual or whatever. And I think that that does not set a good example at all. Um, you know, me being, you know, I don't know if I've ever said this on here before, but I'm openly bisexual. And so for me, you know, if I was, you know, in a relationship with somebody and I was going to get married to them, they would already know that, um, going forward. But again, we live in a completely different generation than when Bronwyn grew up in, um, for her, you know, if she's gay, I, I think that's great. I think she should be gay and I think she should live her life, you know, but I, I do, I do not think that she should stay married for the sake of the kids or whatever, because if anything, um, you know, it, it'd be okay for her to live in the house with Sean and take care of the kids and co-parent, but staying married and, and having somebody else, that just does not set a good example for your kids. Um, I don't have, I don't have kids, but I can just say being a part of that community, I just think that that sets a terrible example. So, um, yeah, I hope this gets brought up at the reunion because I was just pissed when all of this came out. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this reaction um, and the conclusion of this season of Orange County. Um, I do have to say, um, I know Vicky and Tamara, before this season aired, were kind of shading this cast and saying that they didn't have, you know, enough drama to hold the season or they didn't have enough going on. And um, I have to agree. I mean, this season was very, um, 
very dry in terms of content. I don't, I feel like everything was very forced and, um, I feel like this was like the Bronwyn show and everybody was just like kind of hanging out. Um, another thing that I just noticed is I think the editing was like so bad this season. I don't know what it was, but like, honestly, like this last episode was the, the most confusing for me because the women kept talking about all this stuff that was going on and then they would like, they would play these like flashback clips of stuff that like they didn't even show in the beginning of the season. I'm just like, there was like zero content towards the middle of the season. Why couldn't they have shown all this stuff and not shown it in a flashback? So I don't know. It's just a lot of the editing was just like kind of poor. And I think that um, it made it a really confusing season in terms of the drama because it was hard to follow it. Um, but um, watching that preview for the reunion looked pretty intense. I know it, I don't know if you guys caught it, but it came on during the last couple minutes um, before the end of this episode during the commercial break. Um, and Andy got mad. Andy got mad and was yelling again, kind of like how he did at the New York reunion. So it should be pretty good. Um, but other than that, I think that um, it was kind of a short season, and overall it was okay. I definitely think we need some cash shakeups, but we'll talk about that. After, re- after the reunion airs. Um, so thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.